Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Hello and welcome to the Abroad Japan podcast, probably the best way of learning about life in Japan without actually being in Japan. I'm your host, Chris Broad, and we're joined by top London radio DJ and certified Japanophile, Mr. Pete Donaldson. Pete, how are you doing? I'm all right. You don't have to not be in Japan to listen. If you are currently in Japan, it does not preclude you from enjoying the podcast. Enjoy it at will. Listen to it when you're out and about. Eating chicken and stuff. It's you, you enjoy Japan and enjoy abroad in Japan. The podcast at the same time. It's what we're here for. Four D experience. If you listen to it in Japan, <laughs> yeah, four like D, isn't it? Yeah. Smells. Time. What's the other days? <laughs> D- uh, I. That's where you come in. You can throw in some science. You mentioned chicken a minute ago, by the way. Uh, uh, I've got. I received two messages from Pete in the last few days. Pete uh-oh. doesn't message me that much outside of podcast. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not that important. I'm busy. The first message. You're busy. Uh, the second message we'll get on to in a minute. Uh, but the first one involved Pete just sending me a message going, I ate some chicken and then I was very sick. And that's literally the message. Well, we, I don't, what's, what's the story there? Why is this? Why was this such an incredible event? We were, you felt it was worthy to message me. Well, I, d- I didn't just announce, I've just ate some chicken and it made me feel rather blue. Um, we would, d- we were finishing a podcast, we were doing some admin basically, and it was like one o'clock in the morning or something and you sent me something, and I just made it clear that at that point, I had my head down the loo, I wasn't very well. And for two reasons, it was my birthday, as discussed on the last podcast, and I was uh, given... For my birthday present, a big um, basket of hot sauces, and I'm not, not averse. Hot, I'm not averse to a hot sauce, so right. I put it on a chicken. I put on a load of chicken, um, working up from the weakest to the strongest. And I think I got about two from the end uh, before my mouth started <laughs> being on fire. And it's it turns out um, I'm, I'm not as hardcore as I thought I was, but. The, good day, uh, the bad thing was, I can't figure out whether it's the hot sauce that made me incredibly unwell, or was it the chicken? Because I locked myself out mm. of my house, you see. I locked myself out of my house, right. and I had my, all, all, a load of food in my um, gym bag that I just picked up from the supermarket. So I was like, I knew my keys were at the bottom of my um, gym bag somewhere. Um, and so I started posting, <laughs> to give myself enough room to get my arm into my gym bag, I started posting the food through the letterbox, like a madman. <laughs> 
And then, right. I, and then I realised that I didn't have my keys in my gym bag. I'd left them at the gym, and so I had to spend a good couple of hours trying to figure out where my bloody keys are. So, in summary, you would make you would make such a great YouTuber with this <laughs> exotic lifestyle. Yeah, <laughs> the kind of capers you get up to in your everyday life. Exotic. Me posting to happen. Me posting meat through my own letterbox. It's undignified, really, isn't it? So that that's, that's why. Pretty, yeah, that's 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 a low point. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> that's why I was Things, unwell. It's actually you sent me three messages because I've been looking. Uh oh. <laughs> why have you been chatting about posting meat through your letterbox? The second message you sent is a picture of Julian Assange holding uh, Pamela Anderson. Oh What's yeah, I think. Why I, did that I again? Mean, why was that? Why, where did that come from, Chris? You don't have uh, bank holidays in Japan, but hot diggity dog, I got drunk over the bank holiday weekend like three or four times. It was smashing. I had a couple of birthdays to go to that weren't mine, so precious off. Uh, I had a little uh, do to go to. It was great, and the sun's been fantastic here, and it's magical. And um, yeah, so I probably texted that about two in the morning, but. What I would point out, basically, there's a picture of Julian Assange and Pamela, Pamela Anderson. Um, basically, Pamela Anderson is now going out with Julian Assange, if you're not aware. They're dating, yeah, they're actually dating. What? <laughs> oh, my lord. And he is a man hauled up in the Ecuadorian embassy. Uh, he can't leave, he can't do anything, he certainly can't iron a bloody shirt. Looking at that picture, I tell you what. If you haven't Pamela well, Anderson come around... You've got 30% better. You've got 30% better with her around now, right? <laughs> if, you, if Pamela Anderson Good comes around, iron your shirt for crying out loud. I don't care. Order an iron in. But she, <laughs> she's turned up with Pret-a-Manger's in the past. She's very much on his side. Um, fascinating, really. And, and so to people who, you know, find it very hard, um, you know, going out on dates and stuff and being unlucky in love, he's all up in an, in an embassy with no one to talk to, and he's managed to bag uh, one of uh, the 1980s slash 1990s biggest hot babes. So there we go. This uh, podcast is quickly turning into the messages Pete sends me throughout the week. Yeah. And the third message... You're, make, you're making me sound like a really geeky, like, <laughs> incel or something. Why, why can't I have Pamela Anderson? Because <laughs> <laughs> he usually messages me in the morning, uh, and I sort true. of... My phone's next to my head, and he goes... Bzz, 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 and I go, oh my God, what's that? And I sort of roll over... And it's like, Pete Donaldson sent you a message. I'm like, oh, God, not again. <laughs> 7.30 in the morning, I pick up my phone. Uh, there's Julian Assange with Pamela Anderson. The next message is a picture of Shinzo Abe with Benjamin Net- Netanyahu, the uh, Prime Minister of Israel. And he's been served dessert, a chocolate praline dessert, no less, in a shoe. Uh, <laughs> now, I saw that, and I thought it was a piss take. I thought it was, uh, like, something out of the onion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's not. It's real. Uh, it's actually happened. Benjamin Netanyahu served Shinzo Abe on his second time in Israel a dessert in a shoe. And I mean, it looks absolutely horrible. <laughs> it looks just so wrong. It's, it's horrible. It's, and to do that to the Prime Minister of Japan, a country where shoes are like <laughs> a taboo subject. They're kind of... People just hate shoes in. You don't wear shoes indoors. Shoes are a big deal. Uh, I don't think you could have served it to anyone worse. Um, it's, so, yes. it's, it's incredible, isn't it? Like what I like about that. I mean, what I would say is, when I send you messages that you wake up to, do you want that, or do you want like a tornado alert, or a North Korean missile alert, or would you to, rather yeah, to be fair. Uh, a whimsical little a little message about <laughs> Benjamin Netanyahu? And I am enjoying the fact that you've been in Japan so long that you are pronouncing Netanyahu as if it's a Japanese name. That's very enjoyable. Netanyahu. Netanyahu. How do you pronounce it then? Well, just there's a bit of um, there's a bit of a bounce to it. Netanyahu, I think, isn't it? But you're going Netanyahu. Netan. 
Yes, and now. Regardless of how you pronounce Benjamin his name, <laughs> I don't think the uh, the buck stops with him. Apparently, it was the celebrity chef, yes, Segev uh, Mosh, who's mm. uh, quite a playful figure in uh, the world of Israeli cuisine. And uh, he served Donald Trump, actually, in the past. Right. Uh, a much more luxurious-looking chocolate dessert. I think Shinzo got the, the short, <laughs> short, <laughs> short stick there. It doesn't look right. And the picture kind of suggests that some of the food might actually be stuffed into the, into the shoe. Like, not just yeah, in yeah. the mouth of the shoe, like in the actual toe of the shoe as well, which I'm not having. Um, the shoe I don't like, because it's like a weird black brogue, uh, and the only people it's who wear... It's a leather shoe. It's, a, it's, a, leather, yeah, it's, it's a leather, leather shoe. I'm sure it's clean to an inch of its life and polished and all that stuff, but like, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm thinking you can smell the boot polish. Um, the only people who wear black brogues are murderers in... Colombo, let's make that very clear. Uh, and also, <laughs> and also, it looks like it's being served um, to to stop all of the goop going into the the foot of the shoe. They've basically used like um, <laughs> some kind of uh, cloth, which kind of looks like a dirty a velvet sack. A velvet sack, as. yeah. It looks velvet like a sack. It just looks like a sock. It's disgusting. It's absolutely <laughs> foul. So, Sergev or Sergev, you've muffed it. You've absolutely muffed it. It's the, the worst thing you could possibly do. I don't think he could have gone. I don't think he could have served anything worse. <laughs> I'm trying to think what. Yeah, what do uh, like what? What are Japanese? What would be the worst Japanese food for people? It would be like, it would be that something really loud. A sh- chocolate in a shoe. No, it would. Be, no, it would be a train carriage filled with loud food. Yes. Yes. Something to that effect. Like, yeah. It's. I mean, I learned that Japanese take shoes very seriously yeah. quite early on in my first year. In Japan, my friend George and I were in a... We went to a public bathhouse in Kyoto. Mm. And um, you're supposed to take your shoes off and put them in a locker, right? Right. As you would. But somehow, George went in before me, missed the shoe lockers, and just went in, you know, to the reception with his shoes on. Mm. And there was a little old woman there, she must have been in her mid-70s, and she caught sight of him. And she sort of jumped up. She looked like she was half asleep, but she jumped up with this furious energy and was like, Dame, 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 no, no, no. No, and like just literally grabbed him, pushed him towards the door, <laughs> pointed at his shoes. And I learned from that. That speed and ferocity in which she leapt up and lectured him and pushed him towards the door has always stuck with me. And mm. I've never, ever forgotten to take my shoes off ever since. So, yes, I'm, I'm, shoes. I'm, <laughs> shoes. I'm a man who... Shoes. Uh, shoes or abit. I, uh, I always think what, what happens Sounds like when... a game show. <laughs> shoes. shoes or abit. Shoes or abit. Which one is <laughs> what it? What would you rather have? What's in the box? Oh, God, it's the head of the <laughs> Prime Minister. Um, the, um, so they put... Um, so the shoe thing, like, when you come into a place, what happens if you've got um, no socks on? Do they... Is that why they always You're have fine. little clogs and stuff? Little clogs. I've seen well, you little clogs. Slippers. You get little slippers. You switch into slippers oh, and yeah, off you, you go. Oh, yeah, you do, don't you? Yeah, that's true. You do, you got the slippers. But then your feet, are touching the, the, your feet are touching the communal slippers, which isn't nice for anyone. It's as fine as your feet, isn't it? <laughs> I don't well, know. Yeah. The, 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 it, it all gets a bit... The rules are rather obscure, aren't they? <laughs> Let's face it. I have rather long tours. I don't want people looking at them. I actually find, um, <laughs> well, I think when we went for um, uh, a meal in uh, Hakata or somewhere in the middle uh, of Hakata, sorry, Sakata, uh, we hit, uh, we, we started to sit cross-legged and stuff. And I'm mm. getting on a bit now. And I my knees, that. you know, I'm, 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 I play a bit of football and stuff and I've had knocks. And my knees hurt generally when they have to fold in on themselves. I don't do a lot of um, cross-legged work. It hurts the bones, the balls of my um, of feet. as If they're touching the floor, it's like, oh, that's a bit sore. Oh, 
You pulled it off, though, if I recall. <laughs> you pulled it off with a I plomb. was screaming all the way through with the meal. <laughs> <laughs> the only time when I wasn't screaming was me putting food in my mouth. It was terrible. Uh, but we didn't get food in a shoe, and that's the main thing. Don't yes, do it! The standards, the standards were slightly higher. <laughs> Worst thing uh, ever. We, we're going to dive into some news topics today. Mm. Kind of news roundup. We, don't, we haven't actually done this before, have we? No, I, I like though. No. I, I like to think we keep people on their toes, though. You know, sometimes you'll get an email update, sometimes you'll get, a, you, know, f- you know, two weeks in Japan kind of uh, itinerary. Uh, which, right. is, which is which will have accompanying uh, documentation. Uh, and it's an inconsistent around... surprise. This podcast, you never know what you're going to get when you open that box. Shoes yeah. or are they? You don't know. You never know what's in the box. Come see, come What's going to be happening? I don't know. <laughs> what's um, well, is there a, like a Japanese term for being random? Or you never know what you're going to get. You've put me on the spot there. Uh, no. Well, I don't know. I can't think of anything. No worries so, then. No, I feel you stupid. Got, you got a proverb. <laughs> you got a proverb for everything, broad. I do, I used all my proverbs in the last podcast. (laughs) I I used them all, deployed all my podcast, my um, proverbs, deployed all my podcasts, (laughs) uh, deployed them all, and now I'm proverbless. Oh, never mind. But going into the first article... And this is, this is, you sent me this again. We need, we need and like, this is pretty um, chilling stuff. (laughs) We need, like, a news uh, bed or something, we need a bit of news music. Which I'll have to find. You, have you got anything? Um, have you got I've anything? Only got, I've only got ones that say Absolute Radio, which is the radio station I work for. No, you can't, <laughs> can't, steal, you can't steal your radio can't show. Can't have that. Can't have that, mate. You can edit something in secretly afterwards. Okie dokie. Uh, you sent me this, and it sounds like the plot of a Stephen King novel. <laughs> uh, it's, it's something that went on in Chiba, which is a district just outside of Tokyo. Uh, do you want to give us the rundown of what actually went down? Yeah. The title is Chiba Police Looking for a Man Threatening to Kill Kids Who Don't Play Tag with Him. <laughs> Which sounds comical, but it's not. It's, it's actually pretty sinister once you get into it. Uh, I Well, shall we just leave it there and just <laughs> leave people hanging? I mean, it's like the idea of a man running around. Um, on the <laughs> 2nd of May... On the 2nd of May, uh, police, in is, Chi- yeah. Yeah. police in Chiba Prefecture uh, issued a warning to all residents that a middle-aged man is asking children to play onigoko with him uh, with the condition that if they refuse, he will kill them. I mean, I'm presuming that onigoko is uh, tag. Yeah, it's just tag, basically. Japanese oh. equivalent with a slightly swankier name. Uh, Japanese tag. Japanese tag. I'm yes. having it. Onigoko! Um, two incidents occurred on the 26th and 27th of April at around about 3.20pm in Narashino City. A few days after your birthday, that's all I'm saying, uh, Chris. You might have been still <laughs> still full of revelry. Uh, while a second grade girl was walking home from school, a man described as in his 30s, average height, average build, and wearing a white hat called out to her. Let's play tag, he suggested, adding... If you don't, I'll kill you. However, the suspect seemed to play a version of tag wherein he gave her a head start by closing his eyes and counting to 20. The girl would then seize this opportunity to escape and ran straight home. Oh. Slightly flawed, flawed version of tag there. <laughs> it, but it sounds, it sounds almost comical, right? Let's play tag. If you don't, I'll kill you. But I'm sure he didn't yeah. say it in that tone of voice. So when you're a kid and an elderly person, middle-aged person said that to you, in the street, and that doesn't really happen in Japan. Um, yeah, alarm bells ringing. The tag man, especially as when she, you know, she might run away. There's always that lingering sense that the game is still on. Right? You never <laughs> know might, what's going he on. He might still be out there. Oh he god, could be out there. It's the pretty r- terrifying stuff. He's like, on- to put your mind in the kind of to put yourself in the <laughs> shoes of this girl. Um, which presumably don't have praline chocolate. <laughs> you can't. Shoot. You don't know no. that. 
Um, no. But, yeah, but, like, she's she'll only be, like, you know, how old's she? Like, so he's in his 30s. She's, I don't know, about 14 or whatever. Second grade. Second well, grade. She's, so like, 13. That? Okay, 13. Like 13 years old. So he's only... It's terrifying. He's only, like, 15 years older than her, 16 years older than her, um, at a conservative estimate. So that game could be going on for the rest of her life. And that is a film... <laughs> That is, a damn, that is a damn film. And and the person who wrote this piece about tag sort of said, oh, it's it's not like normal tag. He gave her a head start. I was going, I'm fairly certain you give people head starts and tag, don't you? No. I, no. Did. did you ever play the game Block? Uh, block no. one, two, block one, two, three. I, Similar I, well, sort well, of thing. I, what's Block one, two, three? It's a little bit like hide and seek, but you've got a base. You start at a base. Everyone starts at a base. Uh, one person closes their eyes. A little bit of hide and seek. Everyone runs away. You give them 30 seconds. They go and hide. When you have found them, you hit the person, and then you've got to get back to base first. Or actually, if you see the person, you can go, Ah, I see you, you're over there behind that wall, and you've got to get back to base before the person can get back to base. If you get locked out, you're out of the game until there's only one person left. God, I loved that game when I was a kid. Are you threatened to be murdered by a middle-aged man if you don't participate? I don't know, because I I was always very good at it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> who, who knows what happened to all of my friends I never saw again I'm, imp- well, I'm impressed you even remember these school games I don't remember <laughs> what I played in the playground to be honest good luck to the police achiever I hope they find this son of a bitch um, <laughs> yes I hope they catch him well get him off the streets Chiba's always one he's of not places. the sort of person you want to spend prison time with either is he can you no. imagine <laughs> locked <laughs> in a prison with him it's probably where they put out all in the prisons Chiba <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let's play tag, and he's made a shank out of a toothbrush. Why we're why we're on the subject of crime? It's fallen to the what? lowest level in more than seventeen years in a country where there is almost no crime, or it's the country with one of the lowest crime rates on the planet. It's fallen again, and it ah. keeps going down even more. Hooray! That is good, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, and, yeah. Um, and you don't really didn't didn't I read a story somewhere recently that uh, uh, a bloke who worked in like a Seven Eleven, uh, some bloke stole something and ran out and got in his car. And I think the Seven Eleven bloke digi- um, diligently, uh, not digitally, diligently um, hung onto the back of his car and was dragged. Digitally hang onto the back <laughs> of his car. Yes, that, I think that's true. Got I do dragged, remember hearing about that. Got dragged through the streets because he was so dedicated to um, not letting this bloke steal. I think it was like shoe polish or something really inert. Just let him get on with it. There's a sort of dedicated workforce, (laughs) sort of dedicated workforce you find at 7-Eleven outlets around the country. Um, Yeah, the the fact that crime has gone down in Japan is, uh, goes hand in hand with the recovery. For those of you who don't know, Japan in the 80s was heaven on earth. Everyone was very rich. And then 1989, the bubble burst and Japan went off a cliff. The economy went downhill spectacularly. And they call it the lost decade. And actually Japan's had... Almost two decades now of um, economic stagnation, uh, which has led to higher rates of unemployment, it's mm. led to more crime. Uh, but since 2010, the economy's got back on its feet, thankfully, and uh, yeah, the, the crime's gone down now over the last seven years. Crime and uh, the number of jobless has gone down as well. So yeah, Japan's on the up. Is that down to the fact that the um, population is um, also stagnating a little bit, which will probably come on uh, to something as our next news story? <laughs> I think, no, I think it's because of, I think Japan's finally kind of paid off a lot of its debts that were amassed during right. the lost decade of the 90s. Uh, there was a lot of debt left over. Lots of uh, Japanese companies hid their debt because they wanted to stay, They wanted to save face, you know, a lot of CEOs mm. and chairmen at these companies didn't want to make a scene. So they kind of hid the debt, hid the debt, hid the debt. Hid the debt, hide the debt. Oh, hide the debt. 
hit the dead. Uh, and I hit. <laughs> Put it in a shoe. What's going on? Um, they sort of hid it. They got rid of the debt, and now Japan's back on its feet. And I think Shinzo Abe's policies might have helped as well since he came to power a few years ago. So, yes, encouraging stuff. And on top of that, there's fewer suicides as well. They've dropped from a peak of about 35,000 10 years ago to about 25,000 now, just under. So that's that's good as well. That's pre- yeah. that, that That is very good, isn't it? Because uh, Japan has a terrible record for... Uh, uh, both male and female suicides not not great. It does. It's pretty bad. Like uh, whenever I'm in Tokyo, I hop on the Yamanote line uh, often, and uh, so if there's a delay, there's often a delay, and you'll look at what it is, and it will just say oh, it's a human incident, and often it's someone who's just thrown themselves onto the tracks. Mm. Uh, it's pretty common, and one way they tried to get that down was actually if you do it, say you do it, you throw yourself out of a train and whatnot, your family gets charged several million yen to cover the costs uh, and that yeah. helped bring down figures because uh, people didn't want to bring shame to their family they didn't mm. want to cause problems for the family often the reason people commit suicide is because they want to improve their family situation in their mind anyway yeah. sadly um, and so that helped bring down the figures a little bit but uh, yeah it's good the economy is back on its feet and that's brought down the rate as well. But uh, yeah, it's a serious topic, suicide in Japan. Hugely, and and you, and, and, I th- and I think um, I've never sort of understood the why it's treated as being it's it, it, it's a lot less taboo. I think uh, weirdly enough, like to do it, it, it's seen as being way more I don't know honourable than, than 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 anything than any anywhere else in the world um, to mm. a certain extent. I'm not well read on the subject, but. That always seems that there's a long tradition of you know self-sacrifice and stuff like that in in, in all kinds of, in in war in, in in the samurai and all that crap. Like yeah, well, it, it goes, like you see you it goes see a back lot of that. to samurai culture mm. mainly. Yeah, it was seen as the honourable thing to do if you mm. lost a battle. It would you know it would be honourable to take your own life. It's so sad uh, if you were humiliated in some way. Yeah, uh, but yeah, no, it's it's lingered on. It's still here today. It's still present. I've had situations stories of students uh, that I've known as people that I've worked with where it's where it's happened and uh, yeah it's a dark topic mm. I haven't really gone there before in any of my videos um, but it's a topic I've thought about discussing it's yeah, a serious I, I, one and I, I think it's um... at, at what point for me I didn't know at what point was I qualified to talk about it you know and I didn't want to talk about people I'd known or people I was linked with that had done it in Japan um, but yeah no it's a, it's a dark place one of the darker aspects of Japanese culture, so it's a relief to see that it's uh, it's going, it's, it's becoming less and less mm. frequent. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wegovy and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. 
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. In our daily lives, we all carry around with us different stressors. They can be big, they can be small, and sometimes we might not even realize that we're carrying them around with us. But if these feelings stay bottled up, they can start to affect us negatively, which is why having a positive outlet for discussion can be such a valuable tool for your well-being. Therapy can be a perfect outlet for your inner stressors. It's a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Sometimes just speaking things out into the open can be such a great release of inner tension. So you can spend less time stressing about the issue and more time figuring out how you can overcome it. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com forward slash Japan today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com forward slash Japan. And to my surprise, I stumbled across a secret sexy club. Wow. Japan's population, uh, some statistics just came out. Japan's population has continued to decline. No Ugh. change there, unexpectedly. It's, fell, it's fallen for the seventh consecutive year. Uh, and now people over 65 account for 27% of the total population, which is an incredible amount. The World, the World Health Organization... Uh, describes a country as an ageing society if the proportion of people aged 65 or older exceeds 7%. It's an aged society if the proportion surpasses 14%, mm. and a super-aged society if it's over 21%. Japan's oh 27%. It's insane, and it's a real problem for Japan going forward because who's going to pay for everyone's pensions? You've got a low birth rate, and people that just live forever... It's a, it's a serious situation. Mm. And in the next two decades, I think it's going to cause Japan a lot of economic problems, to be honest. Uh, Japan's population is currently about 126 million, and it's forecast to drop to just 100 million by 2050 and to 88 million by 2065. And people are talking about how in a few hundred years or a few thousand years, Japan, there just won't be anyone here at all, mm. which obviously won't happen. Well, it might, I don't know. Don't look too far ahead to the future, but yeah, it's uh, a pretty dire situation. Chris, you need to start oh making God, them. You need. <laughs> yes, I knew where that was headed. You need to start making them babies. Nice. You need to get get to work, sunshine. Don't you be, you know, reading my messages in the morning. You need to be getting <laughs> getting down to it and making some goddamn. Need to take babies. a leaf out of Julian Assange and uh, exactly. Pamela Anderson's book. Yeah. Exactly, but I mean, in Pamela Anderson's case, I think she might have one of the hepatitis, so maybe a condom is very right. much important. <laughs> Um, uh, I remember the days days when this podcast was supposed to be family friendly and Peter's destroyed that. He's torn it up. Literally talking seriously to children about suicide and talking to you seriously about um, safe sex and prophylactics. This is one of the most important projects in my calendar. All right? 
but this a few weeks end- ago, <laughs> a few weeks ago, there was we had a we read out a question or a comment about a kid, uh, a listener who plays this podcast in their car, mm. and their kid likes to sing along to the soundtrack of the podcast. Wow! Well, you can't do that. I mean, what kind of situation does that present now? The child will not understand. Uh, the child needs to know. Everyone needs to know. The child will be ahead of the curve. Everyone yeah. needs to know about safe sex, about keeping safe, and uh, can't remember where I was going with that one. Hats. Um, right. <laughs> and all that stuff. And they need to know that Japan needs to sort out its... Uh, it needs to be more uh, It needs to be more welcoming to uh, foreigners. They need to, the, more immigration, clearly, because they can't be trusted to have babies on their own. So they need to sort that out. Well, yeah. It's uh, a statistic that Japan needs uh, Japan needs two hundred thousand people a year uh, in immigration to mm. actually kind of cancel this out, and it ain't gonna happen. I don't <laughs> think it's gonna happen because of Japan's tough stance on immigrants. Uh, mm. Yes, Japan's very good at not taking people in. I, you know, I can see where they're coming from in that sense. In Japan, they're very they're very conscious about having their culture eroded mm. which immigration could do in their minds i don't know but i'm all for immigration and hopefully the time will come when japan is a bit more open-minded towards it yeah if not they, um, because i mean just if anything to save their economy you know they have yeah, to do it definitely going forward I, really. I, I, I was reading this piece on uh, the, the the film that we talked about a few times because we blum and love it or i certainly blum and love it you're not seen it yet uh, isle of dogs uh, and there's a piece basically about dogs, um yeah. uh um western actors playing um japanese roles etc etc and people are sort of complaining mm. that it's 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 cultural um well it's not cultural appropriation but it's it's basically um taking jobs away from uh, japanese people and and stuff like that um the, there was a piece in the New Yorker that was beautifully written. Just, just Google New Yorker and Isle of Dogs is a great piece about talking mm. about the differences between the reactions to things like Scarlett Johansson playing uh, the lead role in uh, what was that film Ghost she the played? Ghost in the Shell. Uh, Japanese people and Japanese Americans. Um, there's not a lot of visibility mm. for so the Japanese people don't have this idea, this massive idea of race because there's not a massive mix of races in Japan. Everyone's Japanese in, in Japan, so to see Scarlett yeah. Johansson playing playing a role, they're, they're not as aware uh, as, as uh, an Asian person in America, right, for example. Yeah. So, an, so an Asian person in America is constantly co-opted. There, there aren't any Asian faces on television. Uh, all yeah, of the, all, yeah. all of the, uh, uh, the South Asian or, or, or East Asian Asian people uh, on television. There's like three or four. It's ridiculous. Uh, ridiculously sure, sure. Uh, underrepresented. So it, for them, it's a bigger problem than the actual Japanese themselves. So it was a fascinating little piece. <laughs> Check it out if you can. Have a little Google. It's, it's, it's a, it really is a fascinating piece of work. And, 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 and this woman's writing about uh, how much she appreciated uh, the use of Japanese in Isle of Dogs and, and, and the kanji and stuff like that. And well, I still haven't seen Isle of Dogs. Every time we bring it up, I just feel bitter I love and dogs. sad and angry. <laughs> it's coming. It's not. It's the one film I really want to watch. Tee-hee. I've seen loads of films this year. That's top of my list. Mm. Still has not come out here until the last week of May, mm. and that's when Natsuki the movie's coming out. So you've oh, got to choose between Natsuki got- the movie. <laughs> We're not talking about Natsuki the movie this week. That's coming. That's next week's topic. Okay. We're going to detail. You're going to tour to tour, are you? You're going tour to tour with uh, with Isle of Dogs. Wes Anderson yeah. versus Chris Broad. Ding dong. Brilliant. See which gets more views. I'm having that. <laughs> Lovely old job. And the last story of the day, this is a great story. I only just mm. saw it before we started the podcast. It's a video that's got three million views on Twitter in four days, and it's of a crow. Uh, crows are everywhere in Japan. They seem to be literally everywhere. 
It's a crow filled nation. Ah! Uh, and make that noise. There's ah! a, yeah, it's a video someone took at a train station. And it's just a crow using the Japan JR Rail ticket machine. Mm. And he does a bloody good job of it. It's pretty scary. <laughs> uh, he uses his beak to touch the touchscreen and get the ticket. And yeah. the ticket machines in Japan talk to you. And the ticket machine's like, thank you. Now please insert your money. And the crow's <laughs> like, oh, I've got any money. And the machine's like, where's the money? And the crow's like, Rawr. and then the crow hops over to the next ticket machine where there's a woman sort of standing there with her credit card gobsmacked at this crow who is standing on the ticket machine touching the buttons with his beak. <laughs> <laughs> the crow comes over and the woman's staring at him and he just pinches it out of her hand through Brilliant. his beak, I'm, I'm, I'm... pinches the credit card, goes back to the ticket machine and tries to put the credit card into the machine to pay. It's as if he's actually just sat there all day watching people use the machine, and he's worked out how to do it. Right, hang on. I've, I've, uh, so, I, um, when I said I'd seen this, I, uh, like, I was like, I've seen this, but I didn't see the credit card bit. She's actually given the crow the credit card. Now, that's foolish. Don't give crows credit she cards. Give, no, she didn't give the crow a bloody credit card. He snatched it out of her hand. I'm just... If, if you've got a credit card in your hand, a crow is not going to be, you know, a, a worthy adversary. You can just slap it. That's my credit card. He's uh, what Famous I like about last it. Words. What I like about it, he's protecting the magnetic strip. He's not got his little beak over the magnetic strip. <laughs> he's, he's having what a lovely a time. Crow. He's a clever crow. What a clever crow! Oh, fantastic! So that's gone viral. Yeah. And if you're having a bad has. day, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. if you're having a bad day, that's the one video you want to watch. And all these videos and articles and things we've discussed in this podcast, you can find in the description uh, with the podcast below. So have a look, check them out yourself. Yeah. Especially that crow video. <laughs> God damn it. Now, <laughs> on to speedy vocabulary. All right, then. So, this week we've talked about the news a lot, so I've got three items of vocabulary that link to the news. And the first one is the word news itself. What's that in Japanese? I know this one. Newsu. Newsu. Close. Oh. Yeah. yeah, it is. Newsu. News it. News it. News it. News it. Yeah. You kind of elongate the U sound. News it. Ah, news it. It's a guide Igor. It's a borrowed foreign word. Right. So that's easy, yeah. Yeah. What about newspaper, though? I know this one, too. Yeah. <laughs> I was in a, I was Damn in a, it. I was in the rice wine shop around the corner, and they sell a copy of the Nikkei, of the Nikkei um, uh, uh, newspaper uh, for £2.80. Yeah. Oh, that's strong. I mean, I, I, yeah, I, I, I like looking at magazines and um newspapers and stuff but uh there's a yeah there's there's a news i, I know we're doing vocabulary chris but uh there's an akb 48 newspaper i don't know how often it comes out what? but there's what there's like a newspaper just about that goddamn band and I, it must come out at the very least weekly but it's a proper i'm going to say the word i'm going to say the vocabulary shinbun it's a proper hey, newspaper shinbun. it's a proper newspaper and it's 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 just all dedicated to akb 48 have you ever bought it? Uh, yeah, I believe I did, actually, because it was the week I was out with my mate Mark. It was the week that um, one of the members... What's even in it? I don't know. What, it would, what you, you put it? Was, it was the week that um, that man tried to saw one of their hands off. Right. <laughs> so, bad, bad week, by bad, accounts, yes. a, a terrible week for AKB48. <laughs> God... Yeah, and then I spoke to uh, then I spoke to one of my mates uh, who's a Japanese uh, uh, a, a Japanese girl uh, who work, who works in Kyoto, and she said uh, people are saying that uh, it might have been uh, she might have been the guy who 
chop the try to chop the girl's hand off was uh, you know paid by um, the, the the girl herself to get her more promotion. I'm going. That's a really, really cynical way of looking at that's everything. Incredibly cynical. Yeah, that's. Awful. I just always get the feeling I'm pretty that... pretty sure she didn't. No, I'm, I'm very... my hand off. I'm It'll ver- be great publicity. <laughs> I know. That's crap logic. I'm very sure. And also... Scale of to crap logic. Women just can never win in Japanese society, it seems. It's just dreadful. Yeah. Oi, oi, oi. That's a whole other never topic, mind. that is. Well. Last word. Last Ooh. Japanese vocabulary word of the week. Uh, TV programme. Now, you know TVs. Terebi. Terebi! Terebi. What's TV program though? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Ba- uh, no, I don't know program at all. It's uh, so the first is a two-parter. Terebi Bangumi. Terebi Bangumi. Bangumi. You hear it a lot. I don't know why it's a vocabulary I hear a lot. Terebi Bangumi. Uh, yeah, Bangumi. Ah, like bang, bang and gummy bear. <laughs> bangumi. Bangumi. Terebi Bangumi. I uh, remember Perfect. I always um, say that I buy um, little radios. Um, every time I go to Japan, I buy a little radio from um, a reconditioned kind of uh, boombox yes. from like, the 80s and stuff. Uh, I bought one that was a television, that had a little television in it, like a 70s kind of um, a beautiful oh, cool. boombox, but with like, a little, little kind of um, CRT kind of screen in it. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I can't get it to work, because oh, nice. um, for one, Jap- <laughs> Japanese uh, FM frequencies are slightly different to ours, but, um, so you're going to get limited frequencies, and also we're all, yeah. digi- we're all digital now, there are no um, analogue signals. But um, when oh. I was going through, um, when I was going through airport security at uh, Haneda, on the way back the guy goes uh, I basically just had this big heavy box that was old and taped up and it was just heavy and bulky Um, and he x-rayed it and he didn't know what it was and he just went what the hell is this 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 Uh, and I just went terribly no terribly radio (laughs) radio no terribly or whatever (laughs) Uh, and he just went Oh, I saw this in it. Just let me go. Didn't know what it was. I just said, Tele- it's a television radio. And he just let me go. So that was good. That's the secret. They're smuggling things in and out of Japan. Say it's just a say television it's a, radio. It's a television. Yeah. Television radio. Te- oh, television, yeah. mate. Job so, done. It's a television, mate. It looks like a stick of dynamite. Shut up. I'm going through anyway. Why is there a hand sticking out that suitcase? <laughs> television, mate. Television. Television radio. <laughs> oh, I saw this in there. Easy. Uh, we'll wrap things up. Now we've got two two last questions here before we go. Uh, two questions sent by you guys. The first one, hi guys, Ami here. My question, I'm undecided about moving to Japan. How did you decide and do you have anything you can suggest for those unsure? Ooh. Any? I mean, I can't really throw that question to you. Well, um, how I decided I to move to Japan. Uh, you wanted to, I know you did. I did want to, yeah. I mean... Tell do- me, when you... <laughs> when you didn't get on the jet programme, and I, yeah, I don't say that to rub it in, because you always think <laughs> I'm rubbing it in. I'm not. I, I'm sad you didn't get on. It would have been cool. But did you ever think, I still want to go to Japan, is there another way around it? Um, no, I, d- right. I, d- I don't. I didn't. You, just, you just gave up there and then? I'm ve- to be honest, um, Chris, I'm very uh, flighty when it comes to my aspirations. I'm like, I really want to do this. And then when I can't do it, I'm like, all right, I'll do something else then. It's fine. I, I don't, I don't dwell on things. Flighty of the moment. Yeah, I don't dwell on things massively. I don't have many regrets. Apart from right, my terrible yeah. tattoos. They're all right. They're not that bad. <laughs> I mean, I, I, um, my advice to Ami is, uh, I don't know, it just... Try and look forward into the future and ask yourself, 10 years down the line, 20 years down the line, deathbed down the line, if you look back on that moment, would you regret not living in Japan? For me, I wanted to come to Japan on jet. 
if I didn't get on if I didn't get on Jet, I uh, I did have a few backup plans. I had Interac, and I also had uh, Epic or Talk in Korea, which is a very similar program. Mm. I thought if for whatever reason I can't get into Japan, I'll just go to Korea because I was more interested in having an adventurous lifestyle in Asia than I was in a specific culture. It was mm. Japan, Korea were my top two. Yeah. Uh, Japan was my top one. Um, but I think no matter what happened, I would, have, I would have moved to Asia for that adventurous kind of different lifestyle. That's what drove me. So you've got to look and ask yourself, would you regret that decision? And that's the most important thing. You know, if you, if you don't ever move to Japan or if you don't ever move abroad, how would you ever know? You know, if you don't... You know, you would never know. You never know. You you might regret it for the rest of your life, and so it's worth trying at least once. Mm-hmm. Even if you come to Japan for a year and it's awful, you can go back and you can go. Well, I went, and now I know it was bad, which doesn't very hap- doesn't happen that often, to my knowledge. So you've got to try it. You've got to try it and see what you think. So yes, just push yourself. You only live once. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, I hate that phrase. You only live once. I mean, I, I, might, I might have said that a little bit earlier on in this podcast, so up yours, Chris Broad. Yeah, uh, I despise everyone who says it as well. Uh, yay! Uh, got an email from uh, Jacko. Yo, Jacko, or Jaco, or Hako, I don't know. It could be Spanish. <laughs> I can't um, be Jacko. Can you Jacko? J-A-C-O, Jasso, Jasso. J-A-C-O. Or Hajo. Hajo, yeah. Hajo. Ha-ho, hello, ha-ho. Um, uh, you should make Natsuki holiday cards slash birthday cards, and it'll have a recording of Natsuki's famous quotes. That'd be brilliant. <laughs> That's a genius idea. Yeah. Yes, we haven't had any uh, new merchandise in a while, and that could be the way forward. Imagine getting a birthday card with Natsuki's face on it, and you open it up and it goes, go fuck yourself. That'd be <laughs> just the best birthday present. I don't know, what other quotes would be fitting for uh, that. Can you think of any others? I kill customer. <laughs> I like that one. Happy birthday. What I was, kill customer. <laughs> what was the one what was the one that we had last week which was uh, about meat? He was eating some wagyu beef and he said something mad. Oh, justice delicious. Yeah, justice delicious. Have a justice delicious birthday. Yeah. Something to that effect. Justice delicious yeah. could be like his alter ego, like uh like, he puts on a mask and then he's just as delicious and it could be like, he's like a detective. Detective Netsky, codename Justice Delicious. And he's like a sexy, a good he's, quote. he's having like a little sexy There's so romp. many quotes. <laughs> it's my, I think my favourite quotes all come from the, uh, the first video he's in where he eats some British snacks, he eats some cheese and onion crisps and he eats a chocolate bar. And he eats the Cabaret's chocolate bar and I go, do you like it? And he goes, I like Really, I like. And then there's a cheese and onion crisps that he tries them. And I'm like, can you describe the flavour? And he goes, cheese taste 50-50, onion taste 45. Like, What's the final I don't know five? how that works. Yeah. I don't know what that ratio is. But it's perfect. It's the greatest description of cheese and onion flavour crisps there's ever been. Oh, they are cheese good taste 50-50, onion taste 45. <laughs> that would be the greatest quote to put on a birthday card. Wonderful. Um, yes. I've enjoyed this uh, podcast, Chris. I mean, I, I always enjoy it, but I particularly enjoy it this week because we touched on so many things. Crows, Julian Assange, Food in Shoe, Suicide, and uh, Justice Delicious. It had everything in it. Yeah, if I could if I could summarise this podcast in one phrase, that phrase would be tour de force. Uh, if you have any comments or questions to put to us, do send them in to Podcast at gmail.com. We'll be back next Wednesday where we'll be talking about Natsuki the Movie, which is coming out in May. It's finally coming out. And we're going to discuss it all there, the ins and outs, behind the scenes, and it's going to be fun. But for now, guys, 
no matter where you might be out there in the big wide world thanks for joining thanks for listening and we'll see you uh, next week keep it just as delicious What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.